Now filling in, here's Marie Osborne. And welcome back. Hey, so you say you're not ready to commit to an all-electric vehicle. Well, you might be on luck. In luck, we should say. Hybrid vehicles might be making a comeback, and they might be making a comeback in a big way. We want to welcome in our next guest. Kaylee Hall is with the Detroit News, an auto writer with the Detroit News. Kaylee, thanks for joining us. Hey, thanks so much for having me. So you write that GM's considering this comeback. Is that even possible after this unrelenting <laughs> push by all the automakers? We must buy electric. How yeah. does this happen? Well, it happens because there. I think there's a realization that, um, you know, EVs aren't, uh, they're not selling the way that, that they should be if you're going to keep increasing production of them, right? And there's also some intense uh, government standards that, um, you know, are coming up in terms of greenhouse gas emissions that the automakers are going to have to um, adhere to. And if you're not selling the electric vehicles like you should be, then you may have to add some uh, different options there. And the hybrids are the way to go uh, if you're going to do that. So So if we're looking at hybrids, what are we talking about? Are we talking about going back to um, what was the fuel that they used that they used corn to make the fuel? Uh, Is that ethanol? Yeah, ethanol, <laughs> ethanol. Are we looking at, you know, those hybrid vehicles with ethanol or is there's is this terminology encompassing something else? No, this would this this would be like a a battery a vehicle that would operate um somewhat on a battery but also have the gas option too. So we don't know the specifics. I mean, GM has said that, that there's no final decision on this if they're going to do it. I would assume these would be like plug-in hybrids, so you know, you would charge them and drive them um, some part of the time using the battery and another part of the time using gas. Um, and, you know, hybrids are still pretty popular. Toyota has really been, I would say, the the leader in North America for hybrids. So they're still out there and, they're, and they're, the sales have actually been doing, you know, they've been doing quite well, um, better than, you know, BEVs at this point because they're, they're, there's more of them and, you know, they're, I think they're more appealing to consumers right now. So I have to agree with you. Just hearing you say that, I think it's much more appealing. When you listen to people talk, when we have our listeners call in here on WJR, you know, some of them are like, well, I might consider it, but I worry about A, B, and C. So if they had like that backup plan for themselves, oh, okay, I do know I have some gas here that if I absolutely had to have it, I could use it. I think that might be the the winning ticket. Yeah, I think you're right. I think a, a lot of consumers think that way. It it still is scary for people to think, um, you know, there's only one, one way to make this thing go, and it requires me to charge it. And you know, we are creatures of habit, and we like to do the things that we know, right? So, if you've been going to a gas station for 50 years, um, transitioning over to a battery electric vehicle is definitely scary. Yeah, you know. Now, by taking this side road, I wonder, okay, this is a business uh, uh, strategy type question, but by taking this side road, let's say GM Mm -hmm. does that, won't it make it harder for them to fully commit and to get the public fully committed to electric vehicles? I mean, like, aren't they taking their eye off the ball, so to speak? No, the experts I talk to say that. They think that this actually could help um, get people, you know, once people realize that when you use when you can use a battery and save a lot of money on gas then maybe they will go you know to the 
uh, to the actual Bev um, after recognizing, you know, how how much better. Because really, if you if you've ever driven an electric vehicle, they're really fun to drive, mm. and the power is really instantaneous. Um, so I think once people try it out, I think it could actually encourage them to go go full Bev and and not just the hybrid. So that's what the experts I talked to say. Oh, so then in other words, it could be a pathway right. to convince. Correct. Yeah, it might be more of a pathway. to get. I, I, I just have to share this story because I, I've never driven uh, an electric vehicle, but I've been in an electric vehicle. Our yeah. son, our son owns an F-150 fully electric. And mm-hmm. um, so we this uh, we had an interesting experience uh, earlier in the year, much earlier this year. Uh, he drove uh me and his dad and another person, and all three of us are of a certain age. Uh, he drove us <laughs> up north, uh, not not all the way up north. We're looking like the Bay City area. Thanks. So this was our first <laughs> our first trip, and <laughs> and so he had to stop to uh, to recharge. And yeah. so of course everything on board it looked like you know a NASA uh, uh, the the motherboard for you know the NASA shuttle launches and all <laughs> that. So you know we could see where we were going to go to get the the charge, and then we pull in to this Myers where we're going to get the charge, and we pull up we see other people and we're going oh look at the other people they're getting charged too and he finally told us to just stop he'd had enough listening and it and I, I we were joking in the car that this must have been what it was like for people at the turn of the last of the century yeah. before the last one where you know getting in the car for the first time and going right. on a trip and you know oh this was all newfangled stuff and uh, but I have to tell you, it was a great trip, great vehicle, great ride. I mean, there was nothing bad about any of it. It was fabulous. Yeah, yeah I mean, yeah, I've I've been in uh, two electric vehicles. I've actually never tried a hybrid, but um, I had a fine experience too. But I think it is, you know, for consumers considering spending because they're 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 quite expensive. Like all new cars, everything's very expensive right now. So to actually you know commit and buy it is another thing so well gm uh, wants to have an annual ev capacity of a million units uh in north america by 2025 are yeah. do you think that that's do you think they're still on pace for that yeah i think so because you know they're still uh, they have plans to to make um evs at factory zero in detroit and then you, you have um the plant in mexico that's going to build the equinox of laser electric versions of those. So I think so. Um, they did push back on the um, Orion production uh-huh. expansion um, of trucks just because I think they recognized that they were going to have uh, too much production and, and not enough demand for them at that point. So, um, but yeah, they still intend to do that. We'll see how the rest of, uh, I guess, the next six months go. And um We'll take it from there. Well, this is all uncharted territory. It's actually great to have. Uh, you certainly have a front row seat to a, just a seismic change in our yeah. in our culture, right? And especially the culture of Detroit, uh, our car yeah. culture, and whether or not we can keep up with it. And uh, so it's very interesting. And I, I we were really fascinated by this thought that maybe EVs. You know, maybe we, you know, maybe this would be a great way to uh, ease our customers into fully electric vehicles, maybe to do EVs. Kaylee Hall, business and auto reporter for the Detroit News. Thank you so much for taking time to talk to us today. Great reporting for us. Thank you. Thank you. Take care.
And when we when we come back, we'll be talking about sports, a little bit about a a, a legendary name here in Detroit sports. I think we're going to have Steve Courtney joining us. Stay with us.